Hello and welcome to the Divorce Dads podcast. I'm John Hastings and I help dads recover, refocus and rebuild their lives pre and post divorce. So today we are looking at an article on how long it takes for men to get over divorce. So I'm going to review the article and uh, add some points to it and we'll discuss this topic because it's obviously going to be different for different situations, but we'll see what the research says, shall we? Here we go. It says, getting over a divorce can be difficult for anyone, but research studies have shown that men have a harder time getting over divorce than women in many cases. Several surveys and research studies have shown that men who go through a divorce are more likely to die at a younger age, have heart problems, and have substance abuse issues. In addition to these hurdles, men are often more emotionally attached in their marriage than women. Says there is no real short answer to this question. How long it takes to get over a divorce depends on many factors. Most psychologists and therapists' general rule of thumb is one year of healing and recovery for every five to seven years of marriage. However, If you wanted the divorce, were unhappy with your marriage, or the divorce decision was mutual, it may not take quite as long. Some men can get over divorce in just a few months, while others take years to go through the process. So yeah, it's going to be different. Different for different people, depending on your your personality, your experiences, what you've been through. You know, if there was infidelity in that relationship, this might leave a deeper trauma. It might it might take you longer to recover from that. If it was mutual agreement that the relationship has just grown apart, then obviously this also can be different. And sometimes it can be a relief to to get the divorce and get out of the the negativity of that relationship potentially because, yeah, it may have been decaying for a while and you may not have felt that good. So yeah, it's just a transitional stage out of there. How long it takes, though, is going to be dependent on a few different things. So it says, getting over a divorce is harder for men than it is for women. I would question, I I understand what they're saying, but this, you've got to take this into context. Harder, you know, it's just different. It's different for different people in different circumstances. So it's a very generalist uh, point that they've made there. It says, in general, men tend to hold on to a marriage longer and harder than their female counterparts. They tend to look at divorce more negatively than women at first, even though men tend to remarry faster than women. Men also must face more emotional adjustment challenges than women, primarily because of the loss of intimacy, social connections, and reduced finances. Men may also face more challenges when managing custody and visitation, depending on the divorce circumstances and the nature of the relationship. In some of these cases, men must also cope with losing time with their children. Here are some more ways that getting over a divorce is harder for men than women. So we're going to go through these points now. But just to touch on that point of the isolation for men, um, the being apart from your children, if you haven't got uh, 50-50 access and you're doing the maybe the every other weekend, maybe you're doing the once a month, maybe it's longer than that. But the disconnection from your children can be, it can be really, really difficult, real pain uh, that men go through during this. I've been in that position, you know, I've had a partner move to a different city 
And, you know, I was still following to uh, go and pick my daughter up from school and just doing whatever I could. I had to automate a business around being able to have the flexibility to go and pick her up from school in a different city. And I would do that two, three times a week still. Uh, I'm not saying I'm this hero. It was just a real deep trauma of mine that to be apart from her at, at that age at six years old was so painful that I eventually moved closer to them. Um, but yeah, I can see for men, I've seen in, di in different circumstances how this is, you know, some, some men just can't take that pain and they sort of just withdraw and they sort of give up on the, on the children or trying to fight to see them. And that's a real shame for the, for the children. So, but yeah, if you wanted to check out as well on johnhastings.info slash lessons, I give away my five most important lessons for men pre and post divorce. And I cover that topic in there. Um, you might be interested in that. So here we go. So let's look at this, these points on getting over divorce. It says, men often skip the grieving process. It is healthy to have a grieving process after a divorce or breakup, much in the same way as you would grieve a loved one who had died. While you may recognize that few things like the death of a close family member, for instance, are as stressful as more or as stressful or more setting than a divorce, it can still be easy to forget that you deserve to give yourself time to grieve and mourn. If you skip the grieving process, you may find yourself at a loss with no idea what to do next. So yeah, we'll cover that grieving process of what it says is a, a grieving process. So you can have like from the denial all the way through to acceptance at the end and everything in between, which will be sort of maybe uh, depression, anger, those type of things. You'll go up and down this emotional scale in this grieving process. But it will be to get to a place of acceptance. But sometimes you know what it's like, guys. You're in this position. You, you're on autopilot. You're just dealing with whatever's in front of you to get through the day sometimes. And it's not until you stop and you sort of sit, reflect quietly that it can hit you like a train and you're just like, oh man, this was, this is really, really difficult. I know it was like that for me. I was, you know, replying to solicitors letters and organizing finances and trying to deal with uh, seeing my daughter and things like that. And I was just, and then I was starting a new business at the time and wow. I remember I was just on autopilot. I don't think I stopped for about nine months from the from the breakup to the divorce. And I was just, I had to sort of catch a breath and just say, oh, wow, man. This is, all of this has happened and I'm just, I'm, I'm not even conscious. It hasn't hit me yet. And there was times where it just hit me just like, oh, man. That was a tough period sort of thing and your body just wants to shut down. But yeah, it's important to allow yourself to feel different emotions and, and go through that, that process. So that's what it's saying here. 
Also says for men about health problems. So research studies have found that men often have more health problems following a breakup or divorce, whether this is due to picking up or resuming bad habits or some other unknown explanation. It is uh, is not agreed upon in the psychological and medical community. So it isn't agreed upon uh, about these things. But the fact remains that most men have their health decline immediately following a divorce. And I think what this is connected to, we've talked about it before with Dr. Gabor Mate on addictions. And addictions being something you do short term that makes you feel better, but has long-term negative consequences. So there's many things that we can do, whether it's uh, trying to have more sex or if you're taking drugs, drinking more alcohol, addicted to bad food, maybe you're addicted to work, you're not sleeping properly. All of these addictions can go up when you're disconnected from yourself. The situation and circumstances are so painful that you want to you want to either nullify those feelings and sedate yourself so you don't feel it, or you want to distract yourself constantly, whether you're always online or you're on social media or you're doing something to distract yourself from the present moment because the present moment's too painful for you. But it's just getting to that point where you can come back to the present moment like we do in a, with my clients to refocus themselves, center themselves, and start to build, rebuild, plan the future. So here we go. The next one, finding themselves. In addition to coping with the stress of the end of a relationship, men have to spend time finding themselves and figuring out who they are alone. Men are much more likely than women to have few or no groups or activities, and they typically see themselves as half of a partnership. When they find themselves suddenly alone, they don't know who they are without their spouse. So this comes down to your personal identity, how you see yourself. So normally you would see yourself as that. You would be, you would say the other half, or you know, you're a, you're a family man, you're a father, and then to be put in this identity bracket. I know I've called this podcast the Divorced Dads podcast, but I don't, I don't, I'm a divorced, I would say I'm a divorced dad, but I don't see myself. I'm not, I don't hold the identity or want you to hold the identity of a divorced dad. You're a father who's experienced divorce. You know, I've only put it like that because it's easier in the heading, but it's not a label that you put on you that you're a divorced dad. This is not your identity. You've just experienced something. You're a father. Yeah. You've experienced divorce. Yeah. You've experienced many other things in your life. It doesn't mean you have to put labels on it, but creating a new identity for yourself um, can take a little bit of time and work and understanding on who you are, uh, what what you want to do in the world and how you want to show up. And then that's going to take uh, habit forming, new routines, some accountability. And like we said, men are not so good with building bonds as such and getting involved with activities. Maybe as good as women, they're normally more social butterflies in, in many respects and it's easier for them. I know it's 
we talked about it with one of my friends who's divorced as well. The, the sort of every other weekend thing with the kids, you, you never really have a group of guys who say, right, let's on their weekend with the kids, let's, um, let's catch up and we'll do coffee at the park with the kids and stuff. Women will do that all the time. Men, you know, very, very rarely, unless it's their like best friend or something like that, it, they wouldn't do it with just like an acquaintance normally. So it's a different dynamic for men. So it can be quite isolating and, and quite difficult, but there are ways uh, around this and, and uh, we can talk about that further. Okay, it says about fools rush in. Because men skip the grieving process, they, often, they are often hurrying to get back on the horse. They don't want to be alone and they will jump back into dating quickly. This makes it harder to get over the divorce because they are repressing their emotions and thoughts about the divorce, which means healing never truly begins. And I've seen this one with, with clients. It is that feeling of being alone. I think people struggle in general, not just men. I think men and women. The, and, but I think it's a real skill to be able to be uh, alone and be okay with your own company is a great foundation for starting a new relationship. If you're getting in a relationship to fill voids, and you're craving connection, and you're you know you're probably you could be using sex as well as some type of sedation. Then this is not the good foundations for a very healthy long-term relationship. You could end up repeating mistakes of the past here. So really getting into something too early might not be the best thing for you. But again, you need you need support during these times. And that's what this podcast is here for. This is this is what it's all about. And it's you, you need a group, you need uh, a support to really help you through these emotional times because you are going to want to do it, you know. And there's no good or bad here. You know, maybe you go out and date and then it's, it's you don't have good experiences or you do, but you, you just realize after a, a couple of months that you're still dying inside and you think, oh, you haven't dealt with it and then you'll have to go and deal with it. It will always catch up with you at some point. So just remember that. Also says, with the guys missing kids, it is unfortunate at times, but often the mother gets custody of the children and the father only gets some visitation. Because men are no longer in the same home as their children daily, they find themselves missing their children terribly. This can cause several problems, including the onset of depression. And I think this is huge. It's such an unnatural circumstance to be removed from your kids. It would just not happen in the wild, would it? It's it's very strange, very unnatural, and you feel like you have no control over the situation either. There's nothing you can do. You're, you're, suppressed, you're suppressed in those situations a lot. And it can be real, it can be really painful. It can be super painful. I can imagine, especially if your ex has got a new partner and it's like 
it feels like maybe there's a new dad on the scene and you're not even involved. You could feel, wow. I've seen that in in some people and I can just put myself in their shoes to imagine how that must feel. And it must be really, really hard. It's really, really difficult. So, but again, it will come back to your mental sort of your mental fitness, really, being able to look at your emotions, observe them, not buy into every thought that you have and believe that it's true and being able to center yourself by yourself. And then all of a sudden, I've seen it in many times that when when you're in a good place and uh, you're doing good things and you're, and you're concentrating on yourself and looking after yourself and doing and understanding who you are, where you want to go, and taking practical steps to do that on a daily basis. And all of a sudden, you draw in situations. The kids want to be with you more. You know, they, If you're depressed and sad all the time, then you're not going to be attracting in people and situations as much because your energy is going to be low so you're going to be basically repelling these situations. So the more you focus on yourself and learning about yourself and growing and moving forwards, then the more you will attract in people and situations that are more positive, including your children. Your children are going to want to spend more time with you. It's always it's going to happen like that. And all of a sudden, your ex wants to go out more and she's saying, oh, can you have the kids? And you're like, yeah, of course. And you're living a completely different life then. So it says get, uh, getting through the divorce. Getting through a divorce is often much harder for men than for women. There are several reasons for this. Men crave emotional relationships and connections as much as women do. Research studies show that men are typically happier in their marriages than women. They also tend to be the ones facing divorce unexpectedly, whereas more women initiate divorce. So, yeah, maybe you're go, you're uh, somebody who it was unexpected. Your your wife just turned around one day and said, "Look, I'm not happy. I want I want out." And this shock of that situation, because you again might have been unconscious on autopilot doing your thing, whether you're working all the time, and you know things can be decaying, and you're just not present enough. You're not conscious enough to realize it until. It's too late until the rot is set in and maybe your wife wanted out. And that can be a, a harsh, harsh lesson. Really, really painful. I can, I can completely understand that. So it's a divorce also has more negative connotations for men than for women. A divorced man is more likely to have worse physical and mental health after a divorce than their spouse. Men are also more likely to develop feelings of hopelessness after after a divorce. So I think this hopelessness really comes from that that lack of meaning, that lack of purpose for a man. You know, he's normally the the father of the household and there's purpose there, you know. He's got to get up every day to support his family. He's he's doing what he's doing. And when you remove that, you can remove a lot of meaning in your life to think, oh, what's the point? what's the point of doing anything? I don't even know who I am anymore. And that can be super painful. But remember, 
the divorce is not the end of you. This is this is the beginning of something that could be amazing in the future. I know it's hard to realize now if you're really in the trenches, but just trust me. This is fertile ground for you to grow and become a better version of yourself and then attracting really amazing situations. So it says part of the difference in men's health getting through a divorce is that women encourage men to be healthier. With the woman out of the picture, men are more likely to smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol, and abuse other drugs. Another difference is that women tend to have better support from friends and family than men. I was speaking to a client the other day about this, and he's just he was talking about how some friends can take sides during the breakup and you know it it is very it can be very very difficult for men and women but i would let's talk on the men's side here and i would say you know men react differently in these social connections women are definitely more social uh socially orientated creatures they can you know they can create friends uh, very quickly sometimes, and men tend to bond. I've seen in the past through experience or work or longevity, there becomes this loyalty there. Potentially, if you're playing sport, but sometimes there is ego and bravado with men that it's actually speaking your truth might be difficult in some circles. So they withhold certain things and. They, they don't want to be ridiculed or seen as a certain way in their peer group. But this, this is a lot about you as well. This, you've got to take responsibility on your shoulders to say, are you one of the guys who do the same? Are you a good listener? Can you hold space for people? Are you judgmental? Because if you are, then expect people around you to be quite similar to you. And maybe it's time to have a look in the mirror and, and start to change some of the things inside yourself and you're, you're attracting different types of friends, I would say. So as men often find it harder to start dating again after a divorce or breakup in the short term, although men tend to remarry faster, it takes longer for them to get back on the horse. This suggests that men take longer to be ready to date again, but they have a much clearer idea of what they want and when they find it, they remarry quickly. Yeah, I would I think you can learn a lot of lessons. I know that you can learn a lot of lessons from the divorce. So the second time round it can either be right I'm jumping back into some relationship or a marriage because I don't want to be alone and it just feels much better to be in this connection. You might repeat the same mistakes of the past. Or it could be that you have learned. You have learned what you like and you dislike and you've actually gone for a woman or attracted in a woman who's a completely different personality from your ex-partner and there's a different type of dynamic so yeah it can go both ways there it says moving on after a divorce moving on from the divorce how long it takes and how well you can cope us cope are several factors at least 10 different factors can play a role in how long it takes for a man to get over a divorce 
Other factors may also be present depending on your situation, but the most common factors to affect how long it takes to get over a divorce are below. So it says the length of the marriage. Psychologists suggest that it takes an average of one year for every five to seven years of marriage to get over a divorce. It stands to reason that the longer you are married, the longer it will take to move on from divorce. The longer you are together, the more assets and belongings you have to divide, the more you have to think about children you have had together, and the harder the adjustment will be to living alone again. Yeah, I can I can see that. It just becomes more complicated in, in, over time if you've got uh, lots of joint assets, you're going to feel this, I would say. And, you know, you might have multiple children and the roots are real deep. So yeah, the length of time is obviously going to have an effect over, uh, and your habits as well. The habits of just, just the general things on day to day, you might be used to certain things and certain ways of doing things. And to change that, you know, I've had people, I was speaking to a guy the other day, they was married for 20, something, 22 years, I think it was. But that's a, that's a hell of a long time. You know, that's a, to be with a person and you go through the ups and downs with them and all of a sudden it's completely different and you're by yourself. This is, this is a shock to the system, I would say. It also says the element of surprise. If you don't see the divorce coming, which we've said before is not uncommon, it can be a huge shock and take much longer to accept to move on from. If your spouse seemed happy or even indifferent and you didn't know there was a real problem, divorce could come as a complete surprise. In a perfect world, couples would communicate well enough that such a thing could never come out of nowhere. But in reality, often a divorce seems sudden and out of the blue. And this is really when it comes out of the blue, you, you've got a, I would say this was in my circumstance as well, but in hindsight, you can look back and say, no, nah, the signs were there for a, a long time. It was, we both wasn't happy. The relationship was decaying and the outcome was inevitable at some point. So even though it seems it may be a shock, in hindsight, you may be able to look back in years to come and say, okay, I understand what was going on here. You know, you might not have been present every time maybe your, your wife wanted to talk to you. You just said, oh, we'll speak later. I'm just busy at the moment. You do that for years, just as an example. And the, the disconnection can just grow and grow and grow and you think it's fine and then all of a sudden bang she might be having an affair she's gone to find somebody else who will listen to her or find love somewhere else you think it's an apps you think oh my god i can't believe this is completely out of the blue and uh but really there were well if you're present and conscious the warning signs were probably there and if you understand relationships more that we'll get into in this podcast of trying to understand the dynamics of the relationship. We'll look at the Gottman Institute, which is uh, really good on this. Uh, we will see some of the signs and recognize them. Because if you don't know the signs, then you can't recognize them. So this is about awareness, learning, and uh, try not to repeat the same mistakes so we can rebuild something really, really good. 
It says uh, another thing is whether you were the initiator of the divorce or not. Men who initiate divorce generally find it much easier to move on from the divorce because men are less likely to end a relationship. If you did initiate divorce, it probably means that you have already accepted that the marriage is broken. You are no longer happy the way things are. Having that acceptance greatly reduces the amount of time it takes to get over the divorce. However, if your spouse initiated divorce, you may feel betrayed, abandoned, or unloved, making it harder to get over and move on. So yeah, that's very logical. If you're the one who's initiated it, obviously you're in the position that you want this to happen. You've got, you've, you've, uh, accepted that in your mind that this relationship is not working you don't want to move forward so it's going to be easier for you to to heal uh, rather than if your other half is the one that's initiated it especially if it's out the blue it's going to be it's going to be a bit of a sting also says about cheating if your spouse cheated on you it could take it could make it harder or easier to get over divorce if their, if their spouse cheats on them, it is automatically the end of the relationship for some men. The man will often leave and accept that the marriage is over and quickly move on with his life. However, for some men, the pain of their spouse being unfaithful could make the divorce that much harder as feelings of pain and betrayal muddy the waters of recovery. On the other hand, if your spouse didn't cheat on you and the problems were much deeper, it could take longer for you to come to terms with the divorce. So, yeah, the cheating one's a, a complicated one because, yeah, sometimes it can be a bit of a grenade in the relationship which just blows things up and it, it just leaves no choice because you can't feel like you can't trust anymore. It's a big betrayal and you just you just move away rather than like a, an emotional split where things are just not going well. Yeah, it's it, this is quite a muddy area. So it's hard to say um, what's, there's nothing worse or, or better. It, it just is. It's just very different in different circumstances. Also talks here about the children. So if there are children involved, you may be much more likely to take a longer time to get over a divorce. This is because you will have to communicate with C and co-parent with your ex. You will likely not be able to completely remove yourself from the situation to heal, making that healing take longer. This is especially true if you and your ex have a very hard time getting along for the children's sake. Yeah, I can see this. You are going to be connected with your ex for life. So to have a healthy relationship moving forwards, it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, even just in the pre and post divorce stage, but working towards a very amicable, respectful relationship with your ex is something that I definitely advocate. Not an easy process. I, I, I'm aware of that. I'm very much, uh, very much aware of that. But one that is going to be good for you, it's going to be great for your ex, and it's going to be, most importantly, really, really healthy for your children. Also, it talks about income level. So income level affects divorce in a big way. 
if you are financially stable and make enough income to support a household on your own, you are much more likely to move on from the divorce quickly. This is because you have the financial freedom to set up a new household the way you want. You also have more options for legal representation when you have flush finances, which can greatly help you get through a divorce with fewer feelings or anger and resentment. However, if you lack income, it can make moving on very difficult. Yeah, I can see that their finances will have a a uh, implications there. Also says having a job. Most men have a job, but you may not have that supportive work family if you are self-employed, retired or disabled. Research shows that if you have a job, when you get divorced, you will have more support and be much more likely to adjust well to the transition from married to single. So having a job can be very beneficial. It says mediation versus litigation. If you can work with your ex-spouse to collaborate on a divorce settlement in mediation with a third party, you are more likely to get over the divorce more quickly. Not, not, not only is going to court for your divorce more financially draining and giving you less control over the outcome, but drawn-out litigation could also be emotionally draining and trying. Again, if you can be amicable and you know, really work on your emotional stability and regulation during this time, then you're going to set the foundations for a much smoother future with your ex-partner. This is not about winning. This is about thinking long-term and doing what's best for everybody. Talks about resiliency. If you are generally resilient and optimistic, generally seeing the positive in things, you are more likely to get over your divorce quickly. On the other hand, if you are resistant to change and have difficulty coping with stress, it could take longer. Uh, yeah, I would definitely check out um, the personality types and understand yourself here. And it will be different between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. If you're fixed in certain beliefs, then this is a time to start questioning them because maybe they're not serving you. And this can be a big problem for you moving forwards. Also talks about men and their support system. So unfortunately, many men lack the support systems that women often have. Men tend to have fewer friends and they tend to have less contact with the family. If you don't have a good support system or friends and family, uh, then possibly you could seek uh, external support to help you. Um, I would definitely agree with this. And there's places where you can reach out. You can reach out to me. You can uh, find things online to reach out to. You can try and connect with old friends, try and speaking with somebody. Maybe you can join some type of activity or group, whether that would be sport or whatever you're interested in. There's lots. I live in uh, London and there's lots of meetup groups that you can get involved with when you are ready. It can be very scary, but there's things that we can do to improve confidence and you know, face these challenges together. Because this pre and post-divorce um, period, I know it's really painful, but that's what this podcast is about. And yeah, we're here to help, here to move forward. So you can go over to John Hastings dot info slash lessons and I will give you 
my five most important lessons for dads pre and post divorce. So that is johnhastings.info slash lessons. Go over there now, get this. It's a free private 30 minute podcast on these five most important lessons. And I'll give you the PDF as well. So you can uh, have that and keep that. And this will be, uh, give you some universal uh, lessons that doesn't matter what situation you're in or what circumstances you're in, they can still apply to you and help you move forwards in this uh, stressful period. So I hope that was useful today. Have a fantastic uh, day. Um, It's okay to feel not good, but just know that there is light at the end of this tunnel. I'll see you at the next episode. Take care.